0: You're listening to the weekly Bible lesson from Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church, Plainfield, New Jersey, United States of America. Our citations are from King James Version of the Bible and Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, 1910 edition by Mary Baker Eddy. This lesson is for Sunday, April 16th. 2023. Subject Doctrine of Atonement. Golden Text Matthew. I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Christ Jesus. Responsive reading. Luke, and he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortionist, unjust, adulterous, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week, I give tithes of all that I possess, and the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much asked his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself Shall be exalted. The Son of Man has power upon earth to forgive sins. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. I will read from the Bible, Isaiah. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Psalm. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness. Proverbs My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. Despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. 1 John And if any man sin, he have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Matthew Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment and the second is like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done, and not to leave the other undone. Even so, ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together? even as a hen gathered her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. For I say unto you, Ye shall not see me henceforth, till ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Look, and behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is, that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee, Seest thou this woman, I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, Her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins. Are forgiven. Titus. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. 1 John This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. James Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Humble yourselves, in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Matthew, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Atonement is the exemplification of man's unity with God, whereby man reflects divine truth, life, and love. Jesus of Nazareth taught and demonstrated man's oneness with the Father and for this we owe him endless homage. Jesus aided in reconciling man to God by giving man a truer sense of love. The divine principle of Jesus' teachings and this truer sense of love redeems man from the law of matter, sin and death by the law of spirit the law of divine love. Every pang of repentance and suffering, every effort for reform, every good thought and deed will help us to understand Jesus' atonement for sin and aid its efficacy. But if the sinner continues to pray and repent, sin and be sorry, he has little part in the atonement, in the atonement with God, for he lacks the practical repentance which reforms the heart and enables man to do the will of wisdom. The atonement requires constant self-immolation on the sinner's part. The desire which goes forth hungry after righteousness is blessed of our father and it does not return unto us void what we most need is the prayer of fervent desire for growth in grace expressed in patience meekness love and good deeds to keep the commandments of our master and follow his example is our proper debt to him and the only worthy evidence of our gratitude for all that he has done. The habitual struggle to be always good is unceasing prayer. Its motives are made manifest in the blessings they bring, blessings which even if not acknowledged in audible words, attest our worthiness to be partakers of love. Our Heavenly Father, Divine Love, demands that all men should follow the example of our Master. The great Nazarene, as meek as he was mighty, rebuked the hypocrisy which offered long petitions for blessings upon material methods, but cloaked the crime latent in thought which was ready to spring into action and crucify God's anointed. The martyrdom of Jesus was the culminating sin of Phariseeism. Pharisee, corporeal and sensuous belief, self-righteousness, vanity, hypocrisy. It is related in the 7th chapter of Luke's Gospel that Jesus was once the honored guest of a certain Pharisee by name Simon, though he was quite unlike Simon the disciple. While they were at meat, an unusual incident occurred, as if to interrupt the scene of Oriental festivity. A strange woman came in. Did Jesus spurn the woman? Did he repel her adoration? No. He regarded her compassionately and so brought home the lesson to all, following it with that remarkable declaration to the woman, Thy sins are forgiven. Why did he thus summarize her debt to divine love? Had she repented and reformed, and did his insight detect this unspoken moral uprising? Which was the higher tribute to such ineffable affection, the hospitality of the Pharisee or the contrition of the Magdalene? This query Jesus answered by rebuking self-righteousness and declaring the absolution of the penitent. Here is suggested a solemn question, a question indicated by one of the needs of this age. Do Christian scientists seek truth as Simon sought the saviour through material conservatism and for personal homage? On the other hand, do they show their regard for truth or Christ by their genuine repentance, by their broken hearts, expressed by meekness and human affection, as did this woman. Divine science adjusts the balance as Jesus adjusted it. Science removes the penalty only by first removing the sin which incurs the penalty. This is my sense of divine pardon, which I understand to mean God's method of destroying sin. A sinner is afraid to cast the first stone. He may say, as a subterfuge, that evil is unreal. But to know it, he must demonstrate his statement. To assume that there are no claims of evil, and yet to indulge them, is a moral offense. Blindness and self-righteousness cling fast to iniquity. When the publican's wail went out to the great heart of love, it won his humble desire. Evil which obtains in the bodily senses, but which the heart condemns, has no foundation. But if evil is uncondemned, it is undenied and nurtured. In trying to undo the errors of sense, one must pay fully and fairly The utmost farthing, until all error is finally brought into subjection to truth. The divine method of paying sense wages involves unwinding one's smells and learning from experience how to divide between sense and soul. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. He who knows God's will or the demands of divine signs and obeys them incurs the hostility of envy. And he who refuses obedience to God is chastened by love. Through the wholesome chastisement of love, we are helped onward in the march towards righteousness, peace, and purity which are the landmarks of science. The purification of sense and self is a proof of progress. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. This is having our heart in the at one with truth and love. Here now are our three daily duties by Mary Baker Eddy as given in the church manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A Rule for Motives and Acts Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind by his works, he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, page 442. Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. Thank you for listening and let some truth from the lesson help you make it a great day. You may visit our website plainfieldcs.com for more information.